St. Leo 360, a 360 degree overview of the St. Leo University community. Hi there and welcome to another episode of the St. Leo 360 podcast. Once again, this is your host, Greg Lindbergh, here with you. On this episode, we are speaking with one of our alumni, and uh, she has several degrees from St. Leo University, actually, and her name is Dr. Sherry Gallman. Dr. Gallman, welcome to the St. Leo 360 podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We definitely have plenty to discuss here, and uh, (laughs) you know, the main focus we do want to talk about is the Doctor of Education program uh, that you completed with us most recently, but uh, we certainly want to get into, you know, just your background with us in in other areas and your career and whatnot as well. Okay. So to start off, just kind of introduce everyone. Who is Dr. Gallman? Just give a little brief bio about yourself. Okay. Well, um, my name is Sherry Bowman, and I live in Alachua, Florida. I have three three adult boys now, and my oldest just had his first baby, so my most important job is being a grandma. I hold that to be the most important. Um, And uh, in my spare time, which is not much anymore, I like to uh, play tennis, hike, and golf, and on occasion, uh, horseback ride. I don't have much time with... uh, those three jobs I have right now, but those are what I like to do, and um, that's usually what I do in my spare time. <laughs> very cool. Very well-rounded, well, I must say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah, a lot on your plate. Too busy. <laughs> no doubt, yep. So just starting off specifically with St. Leo and, and your higher education, talk to me about how you initially found out about St. Leo and enrolled with us uh, for your bachelor's degree. Okay, well, um, I homeschooled my three boys, and I really discovered that I love teaching. So when my youngest went to traditional school, brick-and-mortar school, I knew I wanted to keep teaching. I just really had a passion for it. Um, so I went to our local college where I met Dr. Roberts, and she really did a lot to help me get started on my new career path. Got me straight, uh, what I needed to do, what classes I needed to make up. I had some undergrad experience from uh, the University of Florida, so we got that done. And then um, I went on, and I realized I wanted to help struggling readers uh, in my school that I worked at as a teacher. So I got my master's uh, in reading. And that's where I met several wonderful instructors um, that ended up staying with me throughout my doctorate. Um, and so I did. I went on and got an ADS with them. So I also learned um, a lot of skills uh, in leadership, which I use with my job now um, at Florida Virtual School. So I, I'm a teacher in language arts, and I also train interns and new teachers. So that came in handy. My degree came in handy for that. Uh, and I discovered that I wanted to keep going, <laughs> and I wanted to I wanted to do some research um, teaching online. I realized there's a lot of barriers for students, so I wanted to do some research on how to overcome those barriers. So I went ahead and um, went on and did research. And my um, actually my dissertation was um, parent and teacher support to increase student engagement and help those completion rates. And I researched methods of keeping sixth grade language arts students more engaged and better positioned to complete their um, courses online. 
Oh, and, I see. Uh, yeah. So very I interesting. Got my doctorate. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And then just uh, rewinding a little bit back to your your undergrads, then you did attend the the Gainesville, Florida uh, location of ours at one time, correct? Right, right. That was in Gainesville, Florida. I'm not sure if it's still open, but that's where I started. <laughs> they were in the local college. Um, their offices were there, and we I, I actually got to take the classes. It, it wasn't online in the beginning. Um, I actually attended uh, two nights a week, I believe. Um, and it was just good because I could do it in the evenings after work, and it wasn't far, so that worked. And then it switched to online when I went to the master's program. I see. And then when you were at the, the education center, I would imagine it was more so the adult learners that were attending there? Yes, yes. Gotcha. And did you did you really you know feel like you fit in, and, and what was kind of the dynamic and atmosphere like there? In the undergrad? Yeah. Well, Dr. Roberts was like our mother. <laughs> <laughs> So she really, she really kept us, you know, going and really guided us because, you know, we were, uh, it was new to us. Everything was new to us and we were a little nervous. And I remember, um, there's just a lot of, uh, uh, young people too, young brand new teachers in there as well as some that were, um, in the school system already. So, um, yeah, she, she really kept us going and I, I feel like that strong bond, really uh, just inspired me to keep going. And the teachers that they had um, in the program uh, really uh, gave us great examples and worked with us and uh, just really showed us, you know, all the things we needed to do um, to succeed. Very nice. And then uh, advancing on to the, the master's program, and obviously you said that was, you know, an online program. And talk to me about that transition going from the, the in-person classes to the online well, you know, I teach online now, and, and I realize that you can still form very strong bonds online, and I met some wonderful instructors. Um, the master's program was probably my most favorite because that was my area. Um, it was in reading, concentration in reading, um, and I really, really um, got the most probably out of that for what I did at that time, um, and I met Dr. Um, Ayaski, Dr. Carver, and those programs, and I, I continued with them all the way through the doctorate. So I felt like that started that family atmosphere that continued and just um, really helped get my cohort through all the way through the doctorate. Very nice. And then uh, was it was it pretty much you know a no brainer an easy decision to to kind of you know polish it off so to speak with that terminal degree with that doctor of education. Well, after the master's, um, I really thought I was going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I realized that, you know, you can always keep learning. And I, I did want to have a, a somewhat of a leadership role. Um, so I, after Dr. Askey um, mentored me a little bit, um, I went ahead with the, EDD, the EDS program, Education Specialist Program. Mm. Um, and, of course, that was just phenomenal. I learned um, how to research and I learned about diversity and leadership and um, I just wanted to keep going. So that's why I went on with the uh, doctorate program and I really wanted to hone in on my research skills, which the doctorate program really helped me do. I see. Very interesting. And then uh, I guess we could speak about both the, you know, the education specialist as well as the EDD and in right. terms of specific classes and instructors, if you could speak to a little more, any any one you know any particular instructors that stood out, and any courses that really stood out or made an impact on you. 
Right. Well, yes. And as I said, um, I met um, Dr. Carver and Dr. Ayaski uh, and Dr. Lamb in uh, the EDS program as well. And the EDS program really helped me um, prepare for um, the leadership roles that you would take and uh, educational policies and perils and technology, which was really important to me because I work online uh, during the day as a teacher. And so it really helped me just get more experience and being more comfortable with just applying different strategies um, and also, the when I wanted to go on with the EDD program, I felt very prepared for it and knew exactly, because in the EDS, you know, I was thinking about what do I want to research, what do I want to go on with, and um, when I got to the EDD program, I kind of had a, a, a mindset about what I wanted to research and what was important to me, and the skills that I learned in the EDS program really, really helped me go on uh, with the doctorate program. I felt, you know, I felt like I was well prepared to begin my research. Nice. So really did set you up well and then was a great kind of yes. springboard for that. Right. And, and those instructors are still with me today. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk about the, the availability of your instructors and if, if you had a question about something or really needed to reach out to them and their responsiveness. Oh, man. Yeah, as I was saying, I, um, so for example, Dr. Carver was, um, I met her first in my master's program. Um, well, when I was in my, when I first started the doctorate program, um, I was taking a class that was stomping me just a little bit, and she wasn't the instructor. Um, I could call her, and I could get feedback from her, even though she wasn't my instructor for that particular course. Um, I feel like the, this, the strong group of educators in this department they really support each other and the students. They're available all the time. They call back immediately. Um, they um, really help calm us down <laughs> when we were going through our cohort, when we were going through um, our doctorate. We needed a lot of that, a lot of hand-holding, but we also needed some stern <laughs> some stern words like, at times, like, don't quit. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember um, Dr. Ayaski in particular would be saying, done by December, remember, repeat after me, done by December. Uh, none of us were done by be December, but pretty soon after that. <laughs> <laughs> we were scared not to be. <laughs> oh, yeah, but hey, close enough. Yeah. I mean, it could have been worse, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And, then, and when we when we did our uh, when we had our graduation for our EDS, um, it was a beautiful ceremony, and um, that same group of instructors they were sitting there in the audience, and they were like proud parents, I have to say, and that that really made our cohort feel really really great and really supported. And we didn't get to have a, a ceremony, except on you know we had a virtual ceremony, but we didn't have to get have an actual ceremony for the EDD because of the pandemic, but. We had a nice EDS one. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then as far as your fellow students in the cohort that you mentioned, talk to me about how you maybe supported each other or what that those interactions were like with your fellow students. Right, and we ended up, there were five of us at the end, um, and some of us met uh, in the master's program, some in the EDS, and uh, to this day... We are still very close. Um, we're all done. We all finished, um, and we're very, we're very close to this day. And we, we needed each other. So what I did learn, one of the things I learned uh, going through this um, program is teamwork really 
really makes the dream work. <laughs> uh, Dr. A used to say that. Dr. Ayaska used to say that. But it does. It really does. Um, they were there. Um, my cohort was there for me when I needed them. Um, because, you know, going through the, a doctorate program, you hit you hit walls and you, you can't figure out oh, how am I going to accomplish this and you help each other and you learn from each other and it's really good that um, you know you have each other for that support because you need that support um, as you go through something that's stressful and um, and rewarding and then we also celebrate each other so I know that every time um, we would get ready to defend um, we all knew when each other would be defending <laughs> right. and we were there say congratulations congratulations <laughs> So we're still very close, and that's one thing I would say, you know, in a program like that, it's so important um, to have that encouragement and that constant unwavering support really gets you through. Wow, very well said. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think that really goes back to our core value, one of St. Leo's core values of community and just, you know, supporting each other, whether it is at university campus, whether it's at one of our education centers or online you know, in your case, I mean, it's, everyone is always so supportive, and, and if you ever, you know, have a question about anything or, or need any kind of help, I mean, it's really, it's it's just so awesome that, you know, you you know, what you're saying is, is just such a, a perfect example of, of St. Leo University in general. Absolutely, and that's one of the reasons I stayed with St. Leo for so long, because I felt like I didn't want to leave my family, <laughs> you know, it was, it, it, it's just such a cohesive group, and, and, and one of our members actually lives in Tennessee, but you wouldn't know it, I mean, we feel very close, and we've met a few times, um, and on campus we met uh, at the beginning of the doctorate program, which I really love that, because we got to spend a few days together um, with all of the instructors and with our cohort, and it really helped get it, we had a strong start that way. Um, and then we just, we each, and as I said, you know, you learn from each other. So we each were pounded out what our uh, purpose statement was going to be, talked about it, and got a good an idea of what we were going to go home and start researching. So it really, really helps to have that cohort. For sure, yeah. And I am really glad you brought up the, the low residency aspect of this program. Yes. Um, obviously, a lot of other programs out there are just strictly online. You know, you might see someone on on your computer, on a webcam, whatnot, on yes. Zoom, but with this program, we do have the low residency uh, portion where you actually get that face-to-face, you oh, know, in, in-person interaction. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I really actually like, I took time off from work and um, made, you know, just, it was a priority, and we went, and um, I got to meet my cohort, a lot of these girls I'd never met um, face-to-face. We just knew each other, you know, from online. So it was really good to meet everybody. And you just felt a little more comforted uh, by, by getting to see everybody and spending time, actual time, and having meals with them and uh, just having a real intense, you know, few days. <laughs> no doubt, definitely. Yeah. As far as your, your dissertation, I know you did uh, touch on that earlier, but let's talk a little mm-hmm. further about your the topic of your dissertation and kind of how, how you approach that and just that whole process. Right. So, and that's part of the, what we did when we, we met on campus in the beginning. Um, I knew sort of what I wanted to do, and I had talked to um, Dr. Ayaski uh, about that before in the EDS program. So I had in mind 
that I really wanted these online students to succeed. Uh, you know, we a lot of them would fail, and we'd ask ourselves, well, why aren't they succeeding? What are the barriers to online learning? So I really wanted to... Um, investigate that a little further and kind of apply some different strategies to see if it would help. So my dissertation was actually a case study of um, two classes um, on the uh, online program in sixth grade. And so I researched different methods um, to keep these students more engaged um, in their class and better positioned so that they would finish their course. And some of these strategies included the parents, you know, uh, different technology barriers. And the biggest barrier that I found was that they need to feel like they're part of a learning community. Um, so I had to figure out ways to make, make that happen. And so that's what we did during the study. Interesting. And I mean, it's, it's just obviously so relevant now during this pandemic yes. and, you know, millions and millions of students learning online that normally would not. So that's that's fantastic research. Right. They, they need to feel like, online students need to still feel like they're part of that community. Um, and so there are different ways that you can go about doing that. And I found that um, a lot of the, a lot of people use Zoom now, but there are other ways, you know, um, with different apps on your phone and all to still connect with them. I send them videos through the phone because a lot of students like their phones. <laughs> you know, they'll use their phone before they look at their computer. No so we, we just, yeah, we tried different things and, and, and getting the parents involved and different strategies. Um, and it ended up being a really good study, which I'd like to continue. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then as far as, uh, I guess we could talk about both the, you know, the EDS and EDD as well for this one, but what kind of advice would you give to a student uh, considering St. Leo University and specifically those two programs? Well, as I said, they're very strong programs and the instructors are very um, great group. Um, they're highly um, approachable and they give they're, they're available all the time and the other the other thing is you know just being in a cohort it's really important I know some people think well I can just do it alone I'm too busy it really that's not a good way to go about it the best way is to develop that cohort bond and um, you'll be successful because there's a lot of things that you can learn from each other everybody comes in with different experiences and so having those discussions, it's great, you know, when you put, turn in your discussions each week, but actually being able to talk about things with your cohort and just uh, pound things out really helps you develop your skills and helps you get through the programs. Nice. That's great advice right there. Yeah. Now let's, uh, let's dive into your career a little bit more. Um, talk to me about uh, kind of how you got started in, you know, initially in your career and... Was it, you know, education initially or and, and kind of just take us through that whole, you know, road and path? Right. Well, I um, had a whole different career. I was a court reporter and um, was going to school to be a veterinarian. <laughs> wow. And um, I had, uh, well, I started having a family. And once I had that first baby, I didn't want to work. So I stayed home and I homeschooled them. And as I said, when um, they 
they got to go to different schools. They went at different times, I should say, uh, to the traditional brick-and-mortar school, and I found myself just really wanting to teach. I really enjoyed that, so that was my, my passion. So I started, like I said, uh, at the local campus, and then I got um, a teaching job at an elementary school, and then I led the um, 21st century uh, reading, their after-school program, and we developed a, I developed a new program for them, um, and we used a farm, uh, we used an alpaca farm, and developed after-school for for kids that needed that and we used animals yeah we used animals to um help struggling readers you know so i'd give them things to do like Hmm. comparing contrasting different animals and so i started doing that and i really enjoyed that um and then i moved to middle school (laughs) (laughs) and i worked with um low readers i I had um, low readers and gifted readers and um, that's why I wanted to get my master's in reading because I wanted to have new strategies, figure out ways to reach them. Um, and now I'm working online. I've been for uh, seven and a half years uh, online teaching uh, language arts. I work for Florida Virtual School on the day. And uh, I have one class I teach with St. Leo uh, and reading in the content area. <laughs> wow, that's great. Yeah. And can you kind of speak to, you know, specifically how your education, your your many degrees from St. Leo University have benefited you in your career? Well, it absolutely has. For number one, um, in, in the reading, I feel very confident in teaching low readers and finding different strategies I can pull from and how to um, help them become, uh, you know, successful and they're reading across content areas because that is a big problem there's a big gap um and reading across the curriculum is 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 not always easy for students so i feel like i'm better prepared to handle teaching students to be able to do that as well as um teachers (laughs) Um, and yeah and i'm also on the research committee with uh virtual schools so definitely going through the eds and edd has helped me um can be on the research committee and look at other uh, people that are trying to get their EDS and ADD, um, look at what they're submitting and, and offer advice. And um, I'm being able, being able to teach, you know, at St. Leo. <laughs> it's helped me um, feel confident to do that <laughs> and confident. Exactly. Yeah. And I know you are an adjunct with us. If you could talk about, uh, you know, what you've taught for St. Leo as well. Well, I'm, I'm new with St. Leo. I'm teaching reading in the content area, which I feel that's, that's I just love doing that. that is, that's my area. That's my thing. So it's really nice to be able to share my knowledge uh, with teachers um, that are trying to get their master's degree. So I absolutely am excited about it. I just started last week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm new. <laughs> Newbie. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't leave St. Leo. <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's in your heart, right? Yeah, that's right. Once it gets there, it's, it's hard. Yeah. You have to have to go with it. <laughs> no doubt. That's a lot of students and alumni have told me the same thing. So I'm, I'm yeah. definitely glad to hear that. It's just, yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a great, no doubt. Yeah. I did also want to touch on, uh, you know, how you were an adult learner and, and pursuing higher education uh, a little later in life, we'll say. And, yes, and how yes. did that, you know, how did that work for you? You know, with obviously, I guess your kids were, were probably more so grown or yeah by that so, time. 
Right, and they were still, when I first went into teaching, they were still, and well, two of them were still in school. Um, gotcha. But I, I, was, I was older, and I was scared to, to start something completely new at school because, you know, I'd been away from school for a while. Uh, but I'll tell you, Dr. Roberts um, was so good and really, really built me up and, and gave me the confidence to actually you know, you can do this. You're, you're not too old. You can do this. And I have an interesting story. Um, when I got to, I finished the EDS, and I said to Dr. Ayaski, well, I don't know if I should keep going because I think I'm too old. And I feel like I've gotten passed up on other jobs where I work during the day because of my age. And she just really got laid into me and said, you are not too old. <laughs> and she, you know what? She lifted me up so much doing that that I, I had more confidence. And really that one that one day when she um, said those words to me made all the difference. It really did because oh. I was feeling kind of bad. You know, are you too old to do to do this you know job at um, virtual club working at? You're not going to get that. You know? You're too old. They want younger people, new blood. Um, and I didn't feel great, you know, but then when she said that to me, I just got more confident in myself and I kept going. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. a perfect example of anyone out there who might be listening to this and thinks maybe they are too old or that, you nope, know, it's you're just, not. <laughs> yes. that's, yeah, that's, that's great advice. Yep. All right. Well, again, we've been speaking with uh, Dr. Sherry Gallman here on the St. Leo 360 podcast. And uh, Dr. Gallman, I really appreciate the time and just want to thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, well, thank you for having me. To hear more episodes of the St. Leo 360 podcast, visit stleo.edu forward slash podcast. To learn more about St. Leo's programs and services, call 877 622 2009 or visit stleo.edu.